0: Welcome to From the Field. My name is Ryan Hughley. I'm lead pastor of Ridgeline Church in Salt Lake City, Utah, and the founder of Telio, a care and formation ministry for pastors.
1: My name is Tyler Dravitz. I'm the executive pastor at Ridgeline Church and also the president of MyXP, a ministry where we help pastors solve problems with churches around
0: the country. So we uh, got a bonus episode this week. Bonus episode. It's our first first ever bonus episode. (laughs)
1: People are salivating at what could this be about?
0: I think what happened is that they listened to Monday's episode and they were like, you know what would make this, we know what would redeem everything about the last 12 months? A bonus episode of From the Field. That's right. For sure. So here we are. This is this is for the Asked fans. And this is for the fans in Idaho.
1: That's right. This oh. is, this is to make I didn't a, hear from anyone you didn't in Idaho. Hear from anybody? So.
0: they're that mad at you.
1: <laughs> That's right. We're yeah. not speaking right now.
0: So we were talking this week and, uh, decided that what we were talking about was worth, um, talking about on here because we think other people could be encouraged by it as well. Sure. And, uh, and that is to talk about all of the, so we're, we've been back in person for what's it been like six weeks now, something like that. Six, uh, the seven? beginning of February. Okay. So
1: yeah, two A months, couple of months. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> and, uh, I know some people in certain places are still online exclusively or have just come back in the last couple of weeks by and large a lot of people are back in person or at least a combination of in person and online. Yeah. And if that's you, and I would probably say, even if it's not you, you're probably experiencing a phenomenon that a lot of us are, which is that there are uh, a lot of new people that Mm -hmm. you're meeting. Like every pastor I talk to a bunch of the pastors you support through my XP. I've not, I've not talked to a single pastor who is not seeing a bunch of new people. Uh, in their church and also has had people that are like gone.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, and a, and a good wave of both.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So what we're having is everyone's seeing lots of new faces and at the same time, having to feel the loss of familiar faces that are disappearing. Yeah. And, uh, and, and so we thought it'd be good to just talk about that for a couple minutes and acknowledge that if that's you, and especially if, cause on the one hand, I feel like what, in the conversations I've been having with pastors, there's like, everybody's saying like, yeah, we're seeing a lot of new faces, but there's not typically like post Easter or Easter, yeah, there's so much joy around like, we're seeing all these new people. And what's interesting right now is that even when I think about the way I feel about it and I look at the way... And listen to the way that other Mm -hmm. people seem to be feeling about it. That joy is not there.
1: You know how I know this is a timely conversation is as I was talking to uh, just different pastors, Uh I was noticing that exact same thing. Interesting. And I started like kind of probing into it a bit to where now I've, I I met with a pastor this week and he like had that look Mm -hmm. and was telling me, Mm -hmm. not excitedly telling me, but, but verbalizing that they've, they're, well, yeah, we're, we're experiencing growth and, and without missing a beat, I was like, but you've, you've seen some people that you really care about leave, right? Yeah. And he just kind of looked at me, his eyes really big. And I, I walked through like, it's inexplicable. They don't really seem upset, but they've just like disappeared and they're out Mm -hmm. of your church and gone. Mm -hmm. And I mean, this, this pastor and his wife were like, yes, (laughs) yes. Are you that a exact thing, yeah. And so I think it's it's interesting that you comment on that. We hadn't even discussed that, but yeah. that's absolutely there's like as they talk about this these new people, there's a little like little twitch in their eye or yeah. just there's a little something. You're like, this is not the same. It, yeah. Before it would have been like the badge of honor that you wear, and yeah. it. Feels and you know like, some, something's
0: off because yeah. usually the smallest amount of growth sure. is like you have you have one new family right, and pa- you talk to a pastor and think revival had broken out.
1: That's right. They've started a movement.
0: <laughs> exactly. There's usually just so much joy surrounding it. And now I just think there's so much mixed. You, you just have this collision of like, yeah, the new faces are great, but the disappointment and the sorrow of the ones who aren't there is... I think more, yeah. <laughs> in, a, in a lot of ways, yep. And I'm and because we've seen so. I mean, you you can probably say exactly. So since we've been back, we've been back a couple months. Yep. How many new people have registered to visit? Re- Mind you, our church is like a hundred people. Yeah. Okay. So how many new people have visited since February? One hundred and fifteen. That's insane. Yeah, it's
1: nuts. And I mean, and those are the ones that like actually filled out an info card. Right. If you're listening, you know that it's not 100%. I would say, uh, I feel proud. I think we do a pretty good job of that. You have mm-hmm. to feel pretty brazen to not follow yeah, suit totally. at our church because yeah. everyone just like is like, dude, it's info card time. Get it out. Yeah. Uh, but outside of that, I mean, uh, it, it's nuts. Yeah. I mean, and, and because part of it was I was just like, man, I'm seeing more and more in our database and I was making sure I didn't need to weed through it. And I just was like, I'm going to count this up. And I went page and page and page and couldn't believe it. Mm -hmm. And, And really, like one of the questions we ask, you should always ask this question if you're not currently. How'd you hear about our church? And I wish every every pastor wishes it was like an invited invite. by a friend. Yeah, invite yeah. by a coworker or my friend at the gym. And without fail, Google.
0: Google, Google <laughs> is an amazing missionary in Salt Lake City right. for Ridgeline. That's right. Yeah.
1: Doing doing God's work for Ridgeline. That's right. Absolutely. But yeah. So I think that um that's happening. Mm-hmm. But and so you see that and you see these new people and and in our situation, it's like several families a week, which is a lot to try to like connect with and keep up yeah. with. And you have this feeling of like, but these people I could not wait. I like, I thought about seeing again and, and spending time with again are
0: gone. Mm-hmm. Some of which maybe you even did stay connected to. Oh yeah. Like well, we've, yeah, we've had some of that and it's just, it's very, I mean confusing. like actually like, like in person time. Totally. With, you know? Oh yeah. hundred yeah. percent. So I think, you know, we're not going to make this episode super long Uh, I think the most important thing really we wanted to have an opportunity to say is like this is happening to everyone. Yeah. And I think there's something validated and encouraging in knowing you're not alone. So if, if it's happening to you, don't think that you are the only church in your city experiencing what feels sometimes like this mass exodus or totally. there's just an immense amount of movement. And I actually, more the more that I talk to people who are in our church, the more I'm starting to suspect, I don't even think it's just a church thing. I think that it is a, I think it's happening in jobs. I mm-hmm. think it's ha- like, I think there's just a lot well, of
1: movement. The in housing all- market boom is, is inexplicable. I have read several articles that are just like, what, what is happening? Mm-hmm. People have just decided they must live in a new home mm-hmm. and they must do it now, regardless mm-hmm. of what it costs. And yeah. it is
0: insane. Yeah, it is. So we do want to just have a couple things to say as far as like how do we how do we think about what's yeah. taking place? Yeah. And I think that there's a couple of possibilities to keep in tension when you think about what's what's taking place. Yep. Um, so the first one is um, it's not always about you, right? Right? And I think I think that's a really important thing to understand uh, that um, not everyone who is leaving a church right now is doing so because they've been sinned against Mm -hmm. or because their pastor has preached something that offended them Mm -hmm. or because they are, they just hate their current church. It's not just, it's not always about you. I told you this, but my therapist said something, I was talking to her about it yesterday and she said something very interesting about how, because of like, we've heard this from everybody. Like mm-hmm. think about how many people have, have said, or like scheduled a meeting with one of us to say, I'm just not feeling connected right now. And oh, and sure. you like, you like, w- I think we've worked really hard to be very patient and compassionate through those conversations. But there is this part of you that just wants to go well, "Frickin' duh. Wow. Like we've it's, it's our church has been on YouTube. It's literal. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I I mean, we pastor it. I don't feel connected. (laughs) We did not need to meet to know that. I could have. And so, but just the surprise that people have felt around that. But the point is that people are not feeling connected to their church.
1: I mean, you spent a few months preaching to a phone at 5 a.m. on Saturday mornings. Mm -hmm. Did they want to come and be a part of that? Yeah, I I mean it. it, it, You just like when you tease it out, you're like, "What could you have been connected to?" Right? If you felt connected, help me understand
0: that. Yeah, that's a meeting. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just feeling so connected here. (laughs) But uh, what my therapist was saying could potentially be happening is that so people aren't feeling connected where they are. And everybody's thing is online now. And so maybe they do see something that for whatever reason they make a connection with, mm-hmm. meaning like somebody else's service. Yep. Or maybe they just have a relationship at another church. Yeah. And as a result, well, they're not, I'm not connected where I am, so yep. why not go try this other thing? Sure. And that genuinely, well, I'm not saying that that's not kind of crappy, oh, because- yeah. The church is meant to be, I just saw someone tweet earlier today, like one thing that we're learning through COVID is some people see church like a family and other people just see it like a franchise. Mm-hmm. And I think that's pretty fair. Yeah. And and so I would argue if you see your church as nothing more than a franchise and you can just move around and that you don't see how that's really disruptive relationally to people's lives and there's sure. no commitment in that. Like it's crappy for sure, sure. but that isn't about you. Right. And so yeah. I think some pastors are bent in a way where they take everything so unbelievably personal. Oh yeah. And it's not always like that. Yep. Now the other side of that I would say is yes. every every coach I've ever had, when I first especially when I first started church planting and someone would leave the church, they would always say, You can't take it personally. Right. So mm-hmm. like the first half of yeah. what I just said. The more I've been thinking about like this, um, like it's okay to take it personally when it is personal. Sure, because sometimes it is personal. Yeah, like I've had people. Every pastor has had has had someone tell them that they are leaving because of you. Yeah, something that you said. Sure. Sometimes I don't like it, your humor. I don't like. Yeah. Whatever, whatever it is. How tight yeah. your jeans are. Mm-hmm. Pick your thing. Uh, there's. I got a lot. I still have some pain in that one. Mm-hmm. But uh, but sometimes it is, and I would just I would argue that there is i think when we're told don't take it personally but we feel hurt about something that was personal mm-hmm. then your response is to just like hide that hurt away mm-hmm. and i was thinking about this morning how there's there's no healing of hidden hurt so that pretending like it's not personal when it was something personal is not very helpful. Right. Like there's just no healing in that. Yep. There's no way to 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 move forward from that. And so if it's personal, it's okay for you to acknowledge that it is personal. Absolutely. But regardless, what we've been thinking a lot about this week is even if it has it's not even about you, yep. if it is about you, what do you what do we do with it? Sure. And how do we respond to that? And so we've been talking about I was reading should have brought my bible in here i forgot um i think it's in mark it's in mark chapter 5 or 6 i believe when jesus is basically not Received in Galilee. Mm -hmm. They're just like, this is Joseph's kid. Sure. And he's a carpenter. We know this guy. Who does he think he is type thing? Sure. And then directly after that, he sends out the disciples two by two and tells them, you know, in the places that you are received, then stay there and, you know, do what I've sent you to do. And the places that you're not, shake the dust and move on. Yep. And so the lesson I think in that for all of us is, I mean, and this even pertains to Jesus. So it's certainly going to happen to us. Yeah. That reception and rejection are both part of being in ministry.
1: Sure. And because it happened to Jesus, and we know that by being Jesus, he did no wrong. Yeah. It doesn't always mean you did anything wrong. No. It, it sometimes just means that uh, people aren't doing well. It sometimes just means that the type of church or ministry that God's called you to doesn't mm-hmm. resonate with everyone. And like and sometimes
0: because and- of the reality of sin... Like people suck.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Sometimes. Yeah. Some people are. Me too. Like us too. But because, like, sometimes people suck. Yeah. And and the way that people leave is super damaging and crappy and thoughtless. To make them feel (laughs)
1: better about leaving, they need to make you feel badly. Right. And sometimes say things they don't even mean. Right. Yeah. And I,
0: I, yeah, I think that that's a really good point that you've got to discern that.
1: And I think as people leave, the question that we, talk through mm-hmm. a lot is are we talking about a sin issue? Right. Did we do something wrong? Because if there isn't, if there's nothing to repent of, if there's nothing, if it's mm-hmm. just like, eh, I don't like this anymore, Yeah. then God be with you and be gone.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think the thing that I think about is if there's something to learn, learn it. Mm-hmm. And once that's done, or if there is, sometimes there's nothing to learn. Like, sure. I mean, I, I can think of one couple that we just had leave that I don't really feel like there's anything to learn from. Nope. It just is, it was a super bummer. Yeah. And, uh, and so the thing to do in this that I'm working hard to do, because at the same time, I would say, while I do think, and I'm learning this in my own life, it is important when there is genuine hurt to grieve that and to work through it, dwelling on something like that, Mm. where it's not personal, it's just kind of crappy. It's disappointing it's best not to dwell on it. Yeah. And in those cases, I think it's best to just shake the dust.
1: Absolutely. Cause yeah, it's going to lead to bitterness otherwise. And it's going to really inhibit your ability to connect with other people. I mm-hmm. mean, ultimately like we are called to care for those that have submitted themselves to our care right. until they leave. Right, And the truth is, unless it's the last family in your church to leave, there are others mm-hmm. who have submitted themselves to your leadership, to yeah. your care, to your, your direction, all of those kind of things, and it's not fair that this couple leaving impacts your leadership of the of the rest. Yeah.
0: I I've actually heard, I have one church in mind that uh, has a reputation of trying to practice church discipline on people who go to other church, have left, and gone to other churches. Mm,
1: yeah, don't be that guy. <laughs> be that are guy. they from Idaho?
0: They are. <laughs> They actually are. Legitimately? Legitimately. Uh, yeah. There I, is I no it. way you could have known that. I, no,
1: I don't even know who you're talking about, but I just
0: had a sense. Oh, my it's God. Those Idaho churches. <laughs> mm-hmm. In other news, the 2021 From the Field Conference will not be held in Idaho. <laughs> oh, that was amazing. <sighs> but, yeah, just the uh, – I think that's – yeah, I mean, once they're gone, they're, they're gone. I don't know how – how anyone thinks that they talk about an over-realized sense of your own authority and responsibility. (laughs) Oh gosh, that really derailed me. That was pretty funny. Awesome. (laughs) So yeah, I think I, as much as it is hard right now in this season is just, is emotionally such a mixed bag to your point, the opportunity side of what's happening is we have all of these new people who are coming to all of our churches. And a lot of these people are like pretty fired up. Mm. Like they're pumped to be there. Oh yeah. I mean, I've been interacting with new people on Sundays as they leave and they're super pumped. I mean,
1: so we, uh, as a result of some people leaving, some people not being ready to come back, all of that. We did a like call for service on Sunday Mm -hmm. and we had inviting people to serve on teams and we had eight people sign up and as much as I would love it to be some of the regulars who just have never gotten to serve, yeah, wasn't a single one. All new people. It was all brand new people who haven't served. Oh, that's not true. We had one. We had one regular. Seven brand new people excited to get plugged in and served. All we did was say, "Hey, will you click this form and sign up and choose a team and serve?" And they like did it. Right. I love people who just just click and do.
0: Yeah, man. And so I would say one really great thing is like if you are, especially if you are. Uh, lead pastor, or your job is helping people get connected, start to really, even if they're not signing up to meet with you, like start meeting with those people, one-on-one yeah. on one, meet with couples, mm-hmm. have lunch, have coffee and and get, allow their enthusiasm and their excitement to fill your tank, yep. which is, has been drained by some of the loss of some of these other people. It's good. I think that's huge. So anything else you want to add? I got it. Okay. There's some good stuff in here. That was a
1: that was a weird response. Anything you got else it? you want to add? Yeah. I got it. Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh-uh. Any other English phrase? That,
0: a, I got it. Anything else that you want to do to, to insult the uh, sweet people of Idaho? Or no, are we good? <laughs> I don't like potatoes. But... <laughs> oh, my God. You say that. You say you don't like fries, but you get fries Listen, everywhere we that's go. That's not true.
1: Your kids say the same thing. Here's what you happens. You eat their fries? No. <laughs> one (laughs) literally like not even like exaggerating it's not like one and i Mm -hmm. mean like 15 Mm -hmm. for whatever reason i find a a french fry good yeah that's
0: it and i'm good just a singular Mm -hmm. you a sociopath who eats one singular french fry (laughs) i just i eat one all right but i do like chips so i guess i like uh, i don't know
1: maybe i'm gonna rethink my idaho thing (laughs)
0: okay good (laughs) All right, short episode, a few thoughts about that. If you're struggling with any of that, and feeling down about it, no, you're not alone. It's happening to everybody. And uh, we'll be back next week uh, with our series on building healthy cultures. And so that will be a little more focused and a little less offensive to entire states of people. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. So in the meantime, thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you next week.